Want to hear this show first? No ads, no fuss. You can at patreon.com forward slash Benny Mac Productions. Thanks for listening. The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Hello, how are you? Hope you've had a good week. Hope you've had a good weekend. It is the 19th of July, 2022. This is In The Corner and this is, of course, Benny Mac. Thank you for joining me once again. It is warm <laughs> in this room right now. Um, and I'm sure it's been warm for most of you. I've got a tiny little fan over in my right-hand side like I normally do. It is just about giving me some relief. Um, but it is absolutely <laughs> it's absolutely boiling today. Um, hopefully, by the time you hear this podcast, you've all survived and you're having a good evening. But I tell you what, by all accounts, it's going to be... You can tell I'm British, can't you? Because I'm talking about the weather straight away. Um, it's going to be very humid tonight by all accounts. Uh, maybe it's not for where you are. Lucky you if it's not. It's very warm. Stuck in that scenario at the moment of, do I open the window or do I close it? Because the side of the house I'm on, it, uh, the sun hits it consistently till about, um, I want to say till about three o'clock in the afternoon. So... And even then, it's so warm by the time you even get to that point of the day. So the, the bricks just uh, store the heat, don't they? So, um, yeah, very warm today. Uh, got a grey T-shirt on, which was probably a poor fashion choice today because I'm pretty sure that will show, well, all the sweat, unfortunately, <laughs> basically. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show so far. Uh, I, I forgot about it, actually, but yesterday... Um, our uh, episode of top five WWE titles, NJB joined me and we went to discuss some of our favorite championships in the WWE. Um, and hopefully you enjoy that coming up before SummerSlam, which is the SummerSlam this year is only 11 days away as we sit here and chat. Um, we've got a, um, it's available on Patreon already if you want to go listen to it, but it will be available on SJP World Media. I think about a week, I think, I think it comes up on the Monday or the Tuesday. I can't remember now when it's actually launching on there, but uh, you know, subscribe to the show, subscribe to the network, and you won't miss it. We go back and look at SummerSlam 1998 and have a good old chinwag about that. Um, it's not a pay-per-view I actually saw, because I didn't start watching until 2000, which I've mentioned many times before. So um, it was cool to uh, to talk about it and go through it and watch some of the matches. And you know, I didn't know everybody on the card, but I knew most, which is good. Because so, when I started watching, I got given loads of tapes to watch and you got to see this match, you got to see this, you got to see this, you know what I mean? So although I didn't uh, live through it as much, um, I very much enjoyed what I've seen. And I, again, I can't say I've seen everything, but religiously from 2000 to about 2002 into 2003, I was watching, I ended up in about 2003, I ended up watching mainly the pay-per-views. We no longer had Sky in my house, so I ended up having to wait for them to come out on DVD. So I was always like a month and a half, two months behind, three months behind, whatever. So I, I've got, I think I owned every single pay-per-view on DVD from 2003. Um, 
So, I mean, luckily they do promos, don't they? The vignettes and stuff. So you can kind of keep up what's been going on. Yeah, all right, the internet was around, but uh, didn't have it as readily available as you do now on your smartphone. So, yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's a, that's a different topic for a different day, kind of, I guess. Maybe we'll talk about that a bit more. Um, we're going to do some more classic pay-per-views as we go along. Um, obviously, there's a lot of pay-per-views that don't exist anymore, uh, but we're trying to squeeze one in before every uh, pay-per-view live you know, going on. So, uh, as I said... Um, we did SummerSlam 1998 because obviously SummerSlam's coming up and it's like the second WrestleMania, isn't it? I feel like SummerSlam is the show for wrestling fans. I think I'm right in saying that. Uh, if Well, let me know if you agree at uh, In The Corner WWE on Twitter. Let me know. And anything you've you've heard me talk about or what if you've got any opinions on what's going on in WWE and a little bit outside it because we have got a little bit of news this week um, in terms of... Uh, uh, some stuff, so we'll get uh, we'll get right into it. So obviously, I did mention this on last week's show, but obviously, Soraya, aka Paige, is no longer contracted with WWE, um, and she wrote a lovely little um, article. Well, did an interview, and um, I said it last week. Uh, it was nice to see, and you know, you take a. She was eighteen when she came into WWE. You know, she'd been wrestling over in the UK, so. I love the fact that wrestling these days has a lot more European wrestlers in it, um, being from the UK, obviously. Um, but it's not just about that. It's about wrestlers from all over the world actually making it in um, in WWE, you know, so it's cool. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, I think, she, I know she's one of the, uh, one of the originators in NXT, but I don't think she, with like Charlotte Flair, nothing against them, and Becky Lynch and Bayley and Sasha, the four horsewomen, Paige, I don't think, gets given enough credit for what she actually achieved. So she did really well. It's a shame she's no longer in WWE. But um, as I said, we're going to venture a little bit outside of our squared circle. Uh, going to step out of this corner. And uh, apparently, Paige has met with Tony Khan. Now, this is all rumor at the moment. Um, and has um, had talks with Tony Khan about joining AEW. What if she does, which I, to be honest, let's face it, it's probably a 95% chance that she will go there. If there's not some sort of side note of less sneakily sneaker in the back door at SummerSlam, you know, with WWE, because um, it would be cool. Because you know what? I love being surprised. I don't want to know what's going to happen. I love watching it. I love reacting in the moment. And I'm sure a lot of you do, whether it's wrestling films, TV shows, whatever. You don't want it spoiled, do you? Yeah, we hear rumors. I mean, the best pop I had, me and my mate, a few, NJB actually has been on the show. Um, WrestleMania a few years ago, we all read that the Hardys had gone to Ring of Honor and all this stuff. And we're like, okay, well, they're not going to be. Then they entered them in the, they were the last team to enter at uh, WrestleMania in the, uh, in the ladder match for the tag team titles. And the pop was amazing. And, and neither one of us watching, any of us watching it at the time, actually um, thought that. Um, that they were going to be there. So I'm sure a lot of people did. There was a lot of delete chants. Now, looking back at it, there was a lot of delete chants in the crowd. Um, but at the time, they didn't really pick up on that. So, uh, yeah, it was a nice surprise. So, yeah, we like to be surprised. So apparently, um, Paige could be heading to... Well, she could, could be all elite. Um, it just seems like uh, they... I mean, I don't watch... I watched AEW when it first started. Um... I very much enjoyed Double or Nothing and a few shows after when they actually launched the um, the TV show, um, uh, Dynamite. 
I watched a few weeks. Um, I just couldn't quite get into it. I think I'm just very much a WWE guy, basically. Um, at the end of the day, you're going to like the wrestling you like, so that's absolutely fine. Um, even back when I first started watching WWF at the time, I tried to try. I tried WCW. I tried ECW. Um, I appreciate all wrestling, but it was just like, yeah, I just feel the presentation of WWF into WWE has been. I don't know. It just seems better. I mean, they've lacked it a little bit in the last probably five years, but they have spurts. So I'm, I'm hoping they get better, basically. I'm a WWE guy. Um, but there's, I'm a wrestling guy. I appreciate all wrestling. I don't, it doesn't matter whether you're in WWE or not. I get sent matches sometimes by people that say, have you seen this? And I watch and go, oh my God, that's amazing. Um, I think I just like the format of WWF. And it's been 22 years at this point. So, you know, um, I don't really know <laughs> how to put it any better than that, really. So, yeah. Um, let's move on anyway. So, uh, yeah, SummerSlam's 11 days away. Um, there was some breaking news coming out. We're going to talk about the card next week and my predictions, uh, possibly with a guest. We'll try and sort that out. If you're interested, at In The Corner uh, WWE, we'll try and uh, get somebody on. That'd be pretty cool. I think NGV might be joining me. Uh, it depends if he's free, but it would be good to have a few people who are into WWE or into wrestling in general and get some predictions in. It would be uh, it would be fantastic, but yeah, WWE have uh, announced a match, and it's going to be uh, Riddle versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. That I think will be it has the potential to be quite possibly one of the matches of the night. Um, very interesting to see how that pans out. But like I said a second ago, we will talk more about our predictions and um, what we think is going to happen at SummerSlam. Basically, we've kind of touched upon it last week, but we're going to have to do a, a deep dive in it, and we'll go match my match of the the card on the match cards that are available to us on the on next week's show. So, yeah. Um, let's move into the 15th uh, of July edition of SmackDown. Um, not some big stuff. There's some, the biggest news out of this, actually, we'll get into in a moment. But there's a few moments I want to talk about. Now, Lacey Evans has been going around uh, sort of doing the babyface military, you know, I'm America, red, white, and blue, and apple pie and all that. Um, but the crowd of uh, uh, basically booing her. Um, and so she gives a, uh, you know, a fairly decent promo, uh, basically tells without, she doesn't say it necessarily full on, but she says she's basically better than everybody. Um, and was, is due to have a match against a, uh, Aaliyah, but, um, ends up actually, uh, walking out of the match and doesn't actually, um, doesn't compete. So yeah, just a little side note on that one, really. So yeah, it uh, looks like she's moving back into that, um, that heel side of things, which actually, I think she... I think she was in really well in before in NXT, and then when she came up to the main roster, is that that sort of like southern uh, you know thing that she was doing? So I think it'd be better for her if she's a heel. I think certain people just I think suit heels, you know. Um, I don't know how to explain it. You can just look at somebody and go, "Yeah, you're a heel." It's hard to explain, but yeah, I think she's better off as a heel, basically. Um, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Ridge Holland uh, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Um, after Drew McIntyre scheduled, he's actually scheduled to take on Sheamus. Now last week they did the same thing with Butch. Now a little side note about Butch: for those who don't watch WWE regularly and haven't watched it for a while, Butch is actually Pete Dunne. And do you know what? Him being in this group with Sheamus and um, Ridge Ridge Holland is actually I like it. But why have you changed his name to Butch? Pete Dunne is a he was the second man ever to be United Kingdom champion. Um had some great matches in NXT as Pete Dunne. So to bring him to the main roster as um Butch, I just, I don't really get. Um and it's a complete character change as well. It's not like he's still Pete Dunne but just called Butch. It's like he's 
hard to control. He does this thing where he tries to attack people all the time. It's almost like a pit bull. I think that's probably what they're going for, but it's uh, you've got an established guy here who was really good on the Indies. Um, loved him in NXT, the UK tournament. They brought him in. Uh, great heel. Um, and then when he came into like NXT, the, the US one, loved it. Uh, but yeah, to change his name to Butch, um, I'm very sort of like annoyed by that. Um, but McIntyre was supposed to take on Sheamus. Um, he basically schemes throughout the match and ends up uh, having a match. So Drew ends up facing Ridge Holland in a pretty good match, actually, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was a good match. It's a, you know, we're, I think we're, we're gearing towards Sheamus versus uh, Drew McIntyre. Um, it could be a heavy hitting match. I think it's just a stopgap for Drew and Sheamus until they get onto the, until we find out what happens with this undisputed championship, I think, to a degree. Um, I'm enjoying what's going on between them, but it is, I'm not like, it's not one of those matches I'm looking, you know, looking forward to at the moment. Um, because you can kind of only see it going one way, really. Unless there's some sort of double bluff going on here, I don't know. But um, um, to be honest, SmackDown was good. Liv had a good match against Natalia. Uh, again, not the best match. She does win. Um, she gets interviewed after the match by um, Kayla Braxton. And basically, Kayla says, oh, you didn't beat Natalia as easy as Ronda did last week. And it's like, whoa, okay. So we are scheduled to see Liv versus Ronda at SummerSlam. We could possibly, again, we're getting to the predictions, but as I s sit here right now, I could see Liv possibly uh, maybe turning heel. Maybe. I hope they don't because I'm interested to see. But again, Liv Morgan's got one of those sort of looks where you could actually, to be fair, she could be either. She's one of those uh, few that I think can be either, really. Um, I guess, we'll, like I said, we'll do our predictions closer to the time. Um, and that's about it on SmackDown that really caught my eye. Um, now, Theory has a match with Madcap Moss on SmackDown. Um, and um, after the, he actually gets disqualified and loses technically because he uses the briefcase on Madcap. Um, after the match, uh, of course, um, Theory's been saying he's going to cash in on Roman or whatever. Sami Zayn is like an honorary Uso, apparently. Uh, I actually quite like Sami Zayn being in the bloodline, weirdly. You've got like the wise man Paul Heyman, you've got the heavy, you've got the heavy hitter Roman, and you've got his like bodyguards kind of the, in the Usos. Um, like his boys, um, Sami Zayn is on the cusp of kind of being sort of the funny one in the group, I guess. But, um, you know, he comes out and says, you've basically disrespected Roman by saying what you said, Theory. Uh, Sami Zayn's got his arms strapped up at the moment. Uh, Theory says, what are you going to do? Um, you've only got one arm and basically the Usos music comes on and the crowd reacts really well. Now I think generally they kind of there's a kind of it's a I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent like fifty fifty split, but there is kind of a split when it comes to the bloodline. But when it comes to theory, nobody nobody really seems to get on with him so or like him. And he, do you know what? He's really good as a heel. And again, this is one of those guys I think as a heel is going to go straight to the freaking moon. Really, um, I actually love to hate this guy. He actually winds me up. Um, quite a lot to be totally honest uh but he's good at what he does and he's pretty good in the ring to be more than pretty good in the ring um youngest united states wwe united states champion ever and youngest money in the bank winner ever as well uh they come out and basically theory backs off ends up backing into madcap mouse and there's a bit of a scrap there um um yeah and that's about it in terms of that there's some good stuff on smackdown i like smackdown in general anyway uh i actually prefer the show to raw um probably because it's not as long, but um, the biggest thing to come out of this, now some of you have probably already seen this, now last week I said I thought, oh, maybe it will be 
in terms of the special referee at SummerSlam for the undisputed tag team titles, Street Profits versus the Usos. Um, I thought maybe the uh, younger brother of the Usos might get called up and be a special referee. He still might make an appearance, but the referee they've gone for is completely out of left field for me. I did not expect this. I don't think anybody would have expected this, to be totally honest. It might just be me. Let me know in the comments. Let me know on Twitter at uh, in the corner WWE. But Jeff Double J Jarrett has been announced as a special referee at SummerSlam. How is that? Where has that come from? Is he going to make more of an appearance in the camera? Is he going to be a manager? I don't know. Why Why Double J? I'm not complaining, but it's in terms of anybody they could have got, Double J, it was not, it wasn't even on my list, guys. Okay. So, um, yeah, Double J is going to be at SummerSlam in the special referee in the um, uh, WWE Undisputed Tag Team titles, Usos versus Street Profits. They had a great, they had a barn burner match at Money in the Bank. Hopefully they can replicate it and then some with Double J in the ring um, and then possibly some other stuff. Oh, there's there's going to be a lot going on in this match, I think, and I think it will be... Um, I reckon this will be one of those ones that will be um, up there at SummerSlam. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully it will be a it will be a good match. But Jeff Jarrett, who, who would have thought that Jeff Jarrett would be special referee at SummerSlam? So let's move on to Raw. Um... Uh, Raw July 18th, obviously, technically yesterday, depending on when you listen to this podcast. It's 19th for me at the moment. Um, we'll start off with The Miz um, because he hosts an episode of Miz TV again. Um, and basically, uh, Logan Paul's out there. He's issuing a challenge at SummerSlam. Um, and apparently next week on Raw, Logan Paul's going to do his own version of Miz TV as well. We can all see where this is going. Uh, Miz actually says no, 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 and then eventually gets goaded into having a one-on-one match with Logan Paul at uh, SummerSlam. Um, as this happens, uh, Logan Paul does get uh, fight uh, Miz, and he ends up uh, clotheslining the Miz out the ring. Uh, out of nowhere, Tommaso Ciampa comes out, uh, grabs hold of, uh, lays into uh, Paul a little bit, and then grabs hold of Miz. Like he's going to come back in the ring and try and uh, hit uh, Logan. Uh, but Logan manages to squirm free and get out the ring, and that's the end of that segment, basically. Um, yeah, we all knew that match was going to happen, So, uh, but the question is, I it wasn't... I think I said this before, WrestleMania, when he teamed with The Miz, um, I was quite impressed with what he could do in the ring. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't get too overexcited in the ring, because I feel like he could hurt himself or maybe Miz. Um, but I, you know, as much as it pains me to say this, I think, I, potentially, I think this guy, Logan Paul, has actually got potential um now i thought he'd be more of a heel to be honest um which remains to be seen uh, the crowd were responding fairly well to him in a sense of against the miz if you were to put logan paul against anybody else maybe um maybe it would go the other way i don't know but um if you if you know again somebody who's playing a good heel then they're being booed that's your job so yeah, I honestly thought Logan Paul was going to be a heel. I thought he was going to team with the Miz again, and that would be it. So we'll see what happens. Tommaso Ciampa's definitely going to get involved at SummerSlam, but again, we'll get to that later on. Um, now, last week, Judgment Day offered uh, Dominic Mysterio to join. At the moment, it's only Damian Priest and Finn Balor because uh, Rhea Ripley's out. Um, they tried to get Dominic to, to uh, basically join uh, the Judgment Day, Um it didn't happen. Um, they attacked Dominic. They knew that he was going to protect his dad. He only joined the Judgment Day to protect his dad, etc., etc. Um, it's going to be 20 years next week. Madison Square Garden for Rey Mysterio. So maybe this is... I don't know what's going to happen. My uh, Part of me thinks Dominic Mysterio could join the Judgment Day. 
then you have like a father-son rivalry going on and trying to bring him back from the dark side, so to speak. So there, there is potential there. Whether they do it is another thing, but that would be quite interesting story, I think, to tell over maybe six-month period. Um, but then, you know, WWE tend to have these things where they don't tell a story very long anymore. They literally last a pay-per-view, maybe two, if it was good numbers or something. But we li- I'd like to see a long-term story, maybe, with Dominic does join the Judgment Day, and then Rey Mysterio is kind of like refuse to fight Dominic, refuse to fight Dominic, refuse to fight Dominic, and then maybe we eventually have father versus son, maybe. How cool would that be? If you tell that story right, that could be a freaking great story. Um, I don't know all the ins and outs. I'm literally spitballing as I sat here talking to you. So, um, But yeah, in my head, I thought that'd be quite cool. Um, yeah, but uh, Finn Balor and Priest turn on the youngster and then pull him with a chair assault. So yeah, um, as I've already said, really. Um, moving on. I mean, again, interesting uh it's, hopefully rhea ripley can return for SummerSlam. it'll be good to get her back in the group and it also leads me on quite nicely to the next one because uh we're still seeing these messages of this vignette which is really cool by the way and in this vignette I, we see uh ray mysterio's mask we see a picture of uh, uh seth rollins um at first i thought because of one angle they show if you pause it it looks like drew gulak a little bit but it's not it's seth rollins um it's a beard i think that's what it is um so yeah, I'm still, I'm probably about 90% sure this is Edge. All the things that have been in the video, um, uh, he wrote in, in blood or red paint. <laughs> He's writing, I'm coming too. And it ends there. So you don't know. So there's more and more coming. Um, it might say, it might release a video leading into SummerSlam. I'm coming to SummerSlam maybe. Um, I think Edge might come back and maybe exact some revenge maybe on the Judgment Day. That's another way to go. Because obviously they kicked him out of his own group. Um, also the history between Edge and Rey Mysterio being tag team champions. We saw the Rey Mysterio mask in the video. So again, that's the potential there. Um, I'm excited for SummerSlam, actually. I'm actually excited for this. Um, I either think this person, which I do believe is Edge, is either going to come at SummerSlam or will debut the next night. I say debut, re-debut on Raw the next night. But I'm hoping it's SummerSlam because, I, like I said, 90% sure this is Edge. Um and it, it could be cool, man, to be honest. Um, let's move on to another match on Raw. Uh, Street Profits versus Omas and MVP. Now, this was supposed to be a one-on-one Omas uh, taking on one of the Street... I think it was Angelo Dawkins, and it ends up being a DQ. Adam Pearce makes it a tag team match. MVP has to wrestle in a suit and a tie. Uh, do you know what? Still got it, that fella, to be fair. Um, um, but yeah, ends up being a pretty good match. Um it almost looks like the Prophets are going to manage to pin Omas after some double teaming and some frog splash. He kicks out a one, which everybody kind of reacted to according. Uh, Ford's face was brilliant in this. Um, but then the Usos come out and attack um, the Street Prophets. Obviously, we're, like I said, we've already leaned into SummerSlam with that. Uh, a good match, you know. Omas is still, I think, he's a big fella, in fairness. He's got the presence. I just hope they can keep building him and not turning him into a dancing uh, person like they normally do with big guys. <laughs> uh, potential there. Keep building this monster up over the next, uh, I don't know, six to nine months, destroying everybody till we get to a point where he's against somebody who is also tough, maybe like a Drew McIntyre or something one-on-one, um, and see how he goes, really. Um, like I said, potential there. Um I mean, like I said, in terms of... I was about to give you a prediction again. I'm so excited about SummerSlam. I was going to give you a prediction, but I'm not going to. Um, So, yeah. uh, Also, one of the matches I liked on Raw, um, AJ Styles versus Theory. Now, actually, what happened... Theory's out there 
gloating about the fact he's money in the bank, blah, 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 the usual stuff. Um, AJ Styles comes out, you know, he's on about, because AJ uh, Theory is taking on Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship at SummerSlam as well. Um, uh, basically, a bit of war of words. AJ Styles ends up punching some respect into Theory. Uh, then they went one-on-one. Uh, AJ Styles looks to silence Mr. Money in the Bank. Uh, but also, for the second week in a row, at some point during this match, Dolph Ziggler comes out and is sat ringside again. Now, we all know what's going to happen. We ended with uh, Dolph Ziggler super-kicking theory last week as Raw went off the air. Um, as the match goes on, it's a really good match between Theory and AJ Styles, as you expect it to be. It's one of those matches, actually, you think if they did a 20-minute match, would be absolutely amazing. Um, maybe we'll get that down the line. Um, but um, it's one of those matches I never thought of until I saw them in the ring together as well. It's one of those moments. It's like for me when I saw Shawn Michaels and Shelton Benjamin in the ring together. I was like, oh, for that Money in the Bank, uh, not Money in the Bank, what was it called? The Gold Rush tournament a few years ago. Back, oh, I say a few years ago. What was that 2005, six, something like that? 2004 or five? I don't know. Anyway, it's just one of those matches you don't really think of until you see it in front of you, at least for me. Um, it was a good match between those two. Um, Theory goes outside with AJ in a bit of fighting, gets into a bit of a confrontation with um, with Dolph Ziggler, pushes Dolph Ziggler. Dick Ziggler's got his hands up saying, no, 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 I'm not here. I'm not going to interfere. Pushes Ziggler down as the match and Ziggler gets back up, sits in his chair. Um, the match goes on a bit longer. Um, again, once again, Theory and AJ are outside the ring by the announcer's table. Um, Theory throws AJ back into the ring. And as AJ rolls into the ring, he kind of catches the referee's leg and she trips. So she's like tripping and checking on AJ. And as that's happening, um, Dolph Ziggler hits one massive super kick and uh, down he goes. And AJ Styles wins a match by uh, count out. So I'm w- wondering what's going to happen with Ziggler. Could this be a swerve? Could we be looking at Ziggler taking out Theory and then actually he ends up helping him somehow? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's interesting to see. I'd be cool. Ziggler for me is one of the one of the guys. It's just. I just feel like he should have been world champion a lot more than he has. Um, but hopefully maybe this will lead into something good for him. Um, he became the uh, testing guy a little bit for talent to come from NXT. And um, he would always put them over basically to help them get their sort of main roster run going. But um, as I said earlier, uh, earlier, sorry, in the last show, um, one of my favorite cash-ins ever is Ziggler cashing in, becoming world champion against Dario. Um but yeah, that's about it this week. To be fair, that caught my eye. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, like I said, you know, he, uh, sorry, theory lost by count out, and um, yeah, AJ Styles goes over. So yeah, it was good. It was a, it was all right. Raw. The problem is with Raw, as I've already said, it's too long, man. Um, save those long shows for the pay per views or the premium events, as they're called. Um, you know, interesting to know whether like, what you think about the shows. Let me know. Give you know, give us your rating. See what you think uh, at on Twitter at in the corner WWE. And also, whether you think I want to know whether you think Paige, aka Soraya, is going to AEW. It seems very likely that that could happen. Um, but thank you very much for listening to the show. I hope you all had a, having a good week and uh, staying safe and everything. And uh, make sure you keep drinking some water because it is warm as anything. Um, and join me next week for the SummerSlam predictions. Take a look out for that SummerSlam review, uh, classic review we did from SummerSlam 1998 and you can do that all on SJP World Media and also on patreon.com forward slash Benny Mac Productions hope you all have a good day thank you